You're listening to today's inspirational message on the book of Titus with Brady Randall. This is Kirk Bjorklund. Welcome to Five Good Minutes. Today we're going to be considering Titus 1 and we're going to get to hear from Brady Randall. Brady serves as our campus pastor at our Butler campus and as part of just our great staff here at Orchard Hill. So enjoy today's teaching. Today we continue in Titus 1, verses 6 through 9, which explain the qualifications of elders and overseers in the church. And these are the kinds of qualities and standards that should exist for a leader in God's church, very simply. And sometimes it seems like there are very few people who you can look at and say, that's a leader. That's what it really looks like to love and lead like Jesus. And oftentimes we think of leaders uh, as gregarious or charismatic, a great speaker, a big personality. But in Titus chapter 1, we are given the kind of qualities that God is ultimately looking for as a leader of his church. And let me also say this, outside of the teaching gifting, these are all qualities that all of God's people are to emulate, but especially those within leadership of his church. And these leaders are to be a demonstration of the gospel's power in a way that transforms someone's life. And, and also, the term overseer and elder are often used interchangeably in the New Testament. And so in verse 6, we see the qualities of how a person is leading and modeling in their own home. An elder or overseer should be an example in his own home. And I heard a pastor once say this, is very convicting, if you're not winning at home, you're not winning. And it can be easy, especially in ministry, to get very focused on church ministry and work, that we forget that our most important ministry context is in our own homes with our own families. And Titus 1 reflects this. And this is what we read in verse 6. An elder must be blameless, faithful to his wife, a man whose children believe and are not open to the charge of being wild and disobedient. So if a man has not been faithful in leading his wife and children well, it doesn't behoove the church to think he will also handle the affairs of the church well either. He is to be blameless or above reproach, meaning there shouldn't be an accusation brought about regarding this person that would taint the witness of the gospel of the church. He should lead by example, as Paul said in 1 Corinthians, follow me as I follow Jesus. He should be faithful to his wife. And this phrase is debated as to ex its exact meaning. But at the very least, this man should have only one wife and be faithful towards her. And here Paul seems to be speaking of ordinary cases and not absolutely requiring marriage or children of an elder or overseer. His children are to be faithful uh, or are to be believers. In other words, the, the children under his care are not open to insubordination or hostility in a general sense from what is under his control. And in verse 7 to 8, he moves towards the conduct of the elders and overseers. Verse 7 describes his mastery over himself. Since an overseer manages God's household, he must be blameless, not overbearing, not quick-tempered, not given to drunkenness, not violent or pursuing dishonest gain. And you know, Christians are some of the best and worst examples of why some people choose to follow Jesus or not. Someone who is characterized as easily angered and violent and dishonest is not a great representative of Jesus. Jesus' leaders are to represent and look like him. Instead, verse 8, rather, 
He must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, one who is self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. This is a person who's willing to open up his heart and home and life to anyone in need. He loves what is good. He has self-control. He's set apart in his character and his actions. And people whose general conduct that looks like this give a good representation to the watching world of what it looks like to follow Jesus. And by the way, someone who thinks that they're a leader but never has anyone who's following behind them may not very well, uh, may not actually be a leader after all. But then finally, verse 9, he must hold firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. Being able to teach is a distinguishing mark of a pastor or elder or overseer. And for the gospel to continue to advance, it must be passed on by trustworthy people. People who can instruct and when necessary refute false teaching, which Paul will talk about in the very next section. But the gospel, the good news about Jesus Christ is unchanging. And the reason the church exists is to honor this very Jesus by sharing his message far and wide. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.